0: This is Truth From The Heart with Travis Sullivan. I'm continuing episode number nine, The Two Eyes, Idols and Integrity. So glad that you have tuned in. Hope you are having a blessed day. And before I get started on today's episode, I want to just once again remind you that the podcast is on various platforms now. It's on Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and more. You have to search the entire podcast name, Truth from the Heart with Travis Sullivan, and then you can find it on those various platforms and more. If you have a question about something that you've heard on one of these episodes as well, or you would just like to reach out to me, you can email the podcast, Truth from the Heart Podcast at gmail.com. As I mentioned at the beginning of the last episode, I've got several things that I want to share with you on these podcast episodes, but I'm also letting God guide me. And I've said, just guide me to where you want me to go. Guide me to what you want me to talk about. I had something different planned for this episode, but God put this on my heart and he said, this is something that I want you to talk about. And so I follow where God guides me and he has led me to talk about idols and integrity. And I also mentioned on the last episode, I'm not trying to cause division in the church. I'm just trying to share the truth of God's word. It is so important that we understand what the Bible says so that we can live it out in our lives on a daily basis. We hear so many things, but we just don't take them to heart because we've got so much going on around us, and there is so much evil in this world. We don't have time anymore to sit back and just go with the flow. As Christians, we are called to live lives of integrity so that we can be a light in this dark world and an example to non-believers. I also believe that the part of the Christian walk is knowing what God's word says about the issues that we face in life every day, like idolatry. Also on the last part of the episode, I talked about how the very first commandment in the 10 commandments is thou shall have no other gods before me. And God has made it very clear from the very outset that we are to make him number one in our lives. I also gave you an example from God's word of the Israelites when they were leaving Egypt, how they just broke the first commandment right off the bat. They made a golden calf and was worshiping it as Moses was on the mountain getting the Ten Commandments from God. And they knew that they were to worship only one God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and that was not what they were doing. And so they knew that they were in the wrong, but nevertheless, human nature, they did it anyway. So from the very outset, no one has kept all 10 commandments, and no one ever will. The only perfect person to ever live is Jesus. He's the ultimate example of who we need to follow. But that is why I think it's important That we examine our lives and ask God to remove the idols that are in our lives or help make him the number one priority in our lives, and he will. I guarantee you, if you pray and say, God, I want to make you number one in my life, help me to be able to do that, he will come in and he will help you do that because he wants that relationship with us. He loves us more than we could ever think or imagine, and he doesn't want anything to come between us and him. So when we recognize that something is affecting our relationship and we ask for his help to remove that in our lives, he will come in and he will do that. I was starting to talk about idols in people's lives. And here is one of the things that I have found is a big idol in many people's lives. And that is sports. My degree is in radio, TV, film with a sports emphasis. And I thought I wanted to be a sports broadcaster, but God had a different plan. I'm still in the media industry But I get to encourage others and be a light in this world. And I know that there would be some that would look at that and say, I would rather be a sports broadcaster. That sounds like a fun job. It sounds like that's something fun to do, and it is. And don't get me wrong, I still do things with sports from time to time, but that is not my main job. And I can tell you this right now, I have no regrets. I wouldn't give up being able to talk about Jesus and share about his word for anything or any job And I am just so humbled that God has put me in the position that he has to be able to talk about him on a daily basis, to encourage people. Something that's important to remember, God knows us better than we know ourselves. He knows our heart. I was sitting here thinking, hey, I want to go into sports. I want to be a sports broadcaster. I want to do play-by-play for baseball. And God was like, that's not the path I have for you. This is the path that I have for you. He still has allowed me to do some of that in my life, but that is not what my main focus is because he knows what is best for me, and this is the path that he has chosen. And as I just mentioned, I have absolutely no regrets whatsoever that I am not in the sports industry and I've seen the direction that many of these sports have gone where they have gone woke they are just completely worldly and I thank him on a daily basis thank you for not putting me in that environment forget the millions of dollars forget the fame and the glory I'd give all that up And that is why I've said, and I had it on one of my previous special feature episodes, one of my favorite hymns of all time, is I would rather have Jesus. And that is like the anthem of my life. I would rather have Jesus than silver or gold, fame or riches. I would rather have him than anything else in this world. And that is what I'm hoping that you can say at the end of this, that you can look and say, I've got this idol in my life. I want to get rid of it because I want Jesus more than I want anything else. I did have a situation come up recently involving sports being an idol. And here's something that irritates me. I see people fill stadiums. We're coming off the Super Bowl of 2024. The stadium was full. People paid thousands of dollars for their seats. It's, what, millions of dollars just to run a commercial during the Super Bowl. But we can't even fill churches on Sundays. There are many people that were even willing to skip church to go to the Super Bowl. Don't even get me started on that one. And then you can sit there and say, sports is not an idol in my life. You're giving up a chance to go to church to go and watch a team play. That is an idol in your life. You are putting something over spending time with God. And I'm not trying to judge anybody. Like I said, I'm not trying to make anybody feel guilty. I'm just telling you the way that it is and the way that I see it. What also irritates me is when churches try to promote their numbers so much. With God, it's never been about quantity. I think he would rather have a building of two people worshiping and seeking him with their whole hearts than a whole building of lukewarm Christians who are just there to make an appearance So as much as I say that, as much as I would like to have churches full, if most of the people there are just not actively involved, they're just there to get their holy card punched, so to speak, then it's a waste of time. Leave. Go home. Go to the sporting event. But if you are there and you are wanting to actively seek God, then that is what I think makes him the happiest. I know that's what makes his heart happy is when we love him so much that we just want to go and spend time with him. And that's why people should go to church. It irritates the life out of me when I also hear about people going to church and wanting to be entertained or wanting to do this or to do that, or I didn't like the coffee or I, you know, I didn't see my friend there today, so I didn't have a good time at church. You should be at church to enhance and grow closer to God, enhance your relationship and to be closer with God. I wonder how many people would know the stats or the roster of their favorite sports teams, but they can't even name the 12 apostles or quote verses or memorize verses that can help lead others to Christ. Social media is not a completely bad thing. I follow the church that my parents grew up at. They put a quote that I just absolutely love, and this came from Sagamore Baptist Church. It used to be called Sagamore Hill Baptist Church here in Fort Worth, and many of the people that my parents know used to go to Sagamore, and it's a great church. My mom and I do a Bible study, and a group from there comes to my church, and we Work with those kids from the church, but it's a wonderful church family. And they put this quote on Facebook. And again, I'm using this. I wanted to make sure that I attribute this because I did not write this, but this is a great quote. And it is The church was not meant to entertain people, it exists to train disciples to glorify God and reach the lost. I love that. Stop going to church looking to be entertained. God is not there to entertain us. God is there to disciple us. We are to go for discipleship. And I know that there are a lot of churches that have also sort of watered down the gospel. They don't go deep in their Sunday school classes because they're afraid that people, it's going to go over their head. Why don't you just focus on God's word and let the Holy Spirit take care of the rest? That's what you're supposed to do. Because I think you'd actually be surprised if you went deep and you said, look, this is what God was talking about. This is what he meant. If you would actually do that, and that is why the pastor that I listen to I just love, Pastor J.D. Farag, because he goes verse by verse through God's word. Some of the verses, they're hard to understand. They're hard to get through. They may have names that we don't know how to say them. And whatever the case may be, it's in God's word, it's important, everything's in there for a reason. We can't water it down, we can't gloss over it, because, well, we want to keep people entertained, we want to keep them coming back. If people are coming back, if they're coming to church for the music, if they're not coming because it was over their head, then they're coming for the wrong reasons. Again, you should come because you want to grow your relationship with Christ. I cannot stress that enough. And there are so many churches that are all about the numbers. They're all about getting, well, let's get this big name speaker to come to our church and to talk because that'll get people in. Like I said, God doesn't need any promotion. He is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He is the one true God, and he just wants us to come and want to grow our relationship with him. I do want to get to this example. I mentioned sports being one of the biggest idols that I've noticed in people's lives. Here's a situation that I had that came up recently in my life where I can give you an example that may hit home for you. Maybe you know people like this. Maybe you've had this same kind of issue in your life where you loved a sports team a little bit more then you love God. And that is what you call an idol. When something takes precedence in your life over God, that is an idol. For those of you who are not sports fans, let me give you a little bit of a background so that this story will somewhat make sense. And my favorite sport is baseball. I love baseball. I've loved baseball since I was a kid. Now, here's the thing. The Houston Astros are a baseball team, a professional baseball team. They had been terrible for years. And there was a scandal that happened in 2017. Some Astros players were caught stealing signs of other teams to try and gain an advantage. And there are many that would argue, that would say, well, all teams steal signs and and all teams do that. All teams cheat. Here's the thing. It's not an excuse. You can't say that. You can't sit there and say all teams cheat because, that's one, that's just not the case. It's an excuse because you don't want to admit guilt. It goes back to pride. You don't want to admit that you were sinning. The point is, it's against the rules to steal signs, and the Astros and the players knew that. The year the Astros started cheating, they won the World Series. Major League Baseball, which is the organization over all of the teams, did an investigation three years later, and they penalized the Astros. However, they didn't do it the way that they should have. They refused to take away the title. Now, they fined the team about a million dollars. I think they took away some of the draft picks, and you may say, well, Don't you think that that's enough? No, that's not enough. And there's a lot of MLB players and a lot of MLB fans that would tell you, no, it's not enough. You need to take that title away from them because that title – Is tainted. There is no room in the kingdom of God for cheaters. And I realize that sports is of this world, that God may not care, but I do think that there are things that we do in our lives that make him disappointed in us. And supporting a team of cheaters is one of those. Many prominent people I know, including several pastors, are Astros fans. Now, some people would argue, well, that's where they grew up. They've always been Astros fans. Okay. That's fine. I can understand supporting the team that you grew up watching. However, when something like this happens, this is where you have got to use a little bit of discernment. I'm not sure how we can preach integrity in the Christian walk and then support a team of cheaters. There are still many players from the cheating scandal on the team many fans and players do not see anything wrong with supporting the team they said that's in the past the MLB took care of it and the the issue is closed the issue is not closed the first episode I did was on pride there are many people who are just too prideful to admit I can't support this team anymore or that they've done nothing wrong the Astros were bad for so long so many people wanted to see them win the World Series. They didn't do it the right way, but there are so many people that just they can't let that go. Why? Because it's an idol in their lives. They love that more than they love God. Whether they say they do or they don't, they do. I'm a Ranger fan. I'm so happy that they won the World Series, but I'm not obsessed over it. I'm not going around and and changing my Facebook profile to say, you know, the Rangers are World Series champions. I've got some T-shirts and stuff. I don't wear them every day. I just, people go to absolute extremes. They are fanatics when it comes to their sports teams. And I posted several things on Facebook about the Astros and the cheating scandal. And then I said, look, Here's the thing. There are players on that team, and there are players that people have said, well, they didn't cheat. There's one player especially that Astros fans just love. He's been with the team for a while, and they said, well, he didn't cheat. He was part of the team. He knew they were cheating, and yet he did nothing about it, and he still accepted the ring. Being a part of it and doing nothing about it when you know that it's wrong you were just as guilty as someone who actually did cheat. The way it came out was a former pitcher who pitched for the Astros on that team, finally, I guess, felt convicted, thank goodness. Maybe he made God, Jesus the Lord of his life, and God brought that conviction in his life. But he was the one that blew the whistle and that said, that championship is tainted because we cheated. Here's how we did it. The manager knew about it. I would argue the owner knew about it. They didn't care because it's all about the almighty dollar. If a team wins the World Series, that brings the value of that team up. You can sell more tickets. You can sell more merchandise. So why in the world would you want to say that that championship is tainted and let the MLB take it away from you when you know that it is because these people don't want to stand up for what is right. And so I applaud that pitcher for doing that. He said, I don't want anything to do with this team. I don't want to ring. I, I don't recognize that as a world championship. And again, my hat goes off to him. I absolutely applaud what he did And I could not understand why there are so many pastors and other leaders that support the Astros. I'm going to continue this story on the next episode. As I've said, I do want to try and keep these episodes to about 20 minutes in length. I don't want them to be super long so that people start tuning out. And I read somewhere, I think I mentioned this on the first episode, that people's listening ability runs out at about 20 minutes. So that's why I'm trying to keep all these episodes around 20 minutes. So let me say a quick prayer, and I will close this out for today. Lord, thank you for today, and Lord, I just pray for all those who are listening today that they would examine their lives and that they would try and see if they have got any idols in their lives. Chances are that they do, and I pray that they would turn to you and ask you to come into their lives and help remove that idol and put you back as the priority In their lives, because when you're number one in our lives, things are so much better. We want you to be number one in our lives. It's not easy with everything that we have in this world, but you know that. And that is why we thank you for your grace and your mercy and your patience that you provide to us. And, Lord, I pray that if there are any out there today that are listening that do not know you, that they would come to know you as their Lord and Savior, and that their lives would be changed from this day forward. Thank you for your word, and thank you for sending Jesus to die for us. It's in your name that I pray. Amen. Thank you once again to listening to this episode of Truth from the Heart with Travis Sullivan, episode nine, entitled The Two Eyes, Idols and Integrity. I will continue this in the next part of this episode. As a reminder, you can find the podcast on various platforms, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more. You can also email the podcast, Truth from the Heart Podcast at gmail.com. Remember, Jesus is King, Maranatha, and God bless. Until next time.